0: We may not be able to get in on the sporting action like we used to, but we can get in on some exclusive offers from Renault. To celebrate their third year as official car partner of the GAA, Renault is offering a range of special offers exclusive to all GAA club members. So now you can take home the win right to your door. Check out renault.ie forward slash GAA to find out more. With Renault, official car partner of the GAA, taking the passion of a nation to a whole new gear. A grain of a grain of rice, is going to chip the scale, just remember that There's a small bit of a needle there. Come on, Mayo, you've got to get Andy Moran into the game. Be, Listen, and i roaring, and Hello, everyone. You're very welcome to the Renault Irish Examiner Gaelic Football Show. My name is Paul Rouse, and I'm joined by the former Armagh footballer, Oisín McConville, by Kevin Walsh, the former Galway manager, and by Jack O'Connor, the former Kerry manager and current Kildare manager. Oisín, to start with you, can you give us an overview of why Tyrone
1: won? Well, Paul, if you if you want to look at the raw stats, I suppose, if, if you were to hand those stats to any individual manager, which stats would he, would he take? And that'll be the carry stats. Uh, they're one hundred percent from the kickouts. Ah, uh, they turned over. Ah, uh, seven of of. Uh, Morgan's kickouts in in, uh, in in normal time. That was they only got five from twelve away. And uh, if you look at those, just those those two things uh as far as restarts is concerned you know you grab carry stats and you'd say Kerry should win that game fairly comfortably uh you look at the scoring chances that they had and you think yeah you know uh the carry forward lane should be able to convert more than converted and um, why did uh throne win the match uh i don't want to insult them any more than i already have um but um the had all of the traits that you would associate with a team who um who had who really had a cause and uh and they were willing to do whatever it took uh in order to get over the lane that does sound very simplified and that does take away maybe a little bit from um how good their decision making was in the final third in comparison to carries uh they got two nine off uh of turnovers uh, direct from from Kerry turnovers and I think when you when you look at that I think that sums up uh, why Kerry lost the game I mean we're talking about a team who you know uh, who took the game to extra time who only ended up getting beat by a point uh, but yes something just didn't seem right about Kerry about their approach about uh, how prepared they were for the challenge ahead um, and i think that they probably didn't see the intensity coming in track i think it's obvious the monster championship is not uh ideal preparation um for uh an, going into a an intense game like that um and it just seemed ill prepared for it. They, i think they felt as if they were going to go up to group park and and maybe put on a bit of a show um you know we, we're expecting you know the forwards to, to break loose and kick scores. And to be honest, once David Clifford went off um mm-hmm. and didn't play any part in extra time, <clears throat> it didn't look as if you know they they had the belief to to kick on and win the game. Again, all that sounds very harsh in, in considering that <clears throat> they they did make a, a rally towards the end of the game and they only ended up getting beat by a point, but. I don't know. It just it felt for me anyway. It just felt more than a, than a point. It felt more than um. Throne just just seemed to 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 want. Look, it's it's difficult one to say that they were up for the fight more, but definitely they were willing to go to a level, and that's Throne are willing to go to a level that that uh, that other teams maybe just aren't willing to go to and i think that you know kerry as i say we're ill prepared for that for that challenge and that's that's essentially why they they lost the game i think and I, and I know that may sound simplified to people but like you know tyrone on 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 the stats that we had at the end of that game should know shouldn't have won the game jack
0: we're going to go through and look at tackling today we're going to look at kickouts we're going to look at turnovers matchups the bench fitness basic readiness but if you were as a starting point to pick one particular reason why kerry lost what would you go with
2: well just to pick up there on O'Shea's point about possession uh no i don't have the stats on the amount of time or uh, the, the amount of possession and, and so on but uh Kerry, obviously won all their own kickouts and won. I, I thought it was eight out of eight Tyrone long kickouts. I mean, early in the game, they were they were they were devouring the the, the Tyrone long kickout, and th- that was one that was one part of Kerry's game that actually did work. They, they, they did press up on 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 um, the Tyrone kickout and they forced the forced them long. And when they did force them long, they seem to they, they definitely seem to have an advantage around the middle of the field, both in the air and on on, on the breaking ball. Uh so you say to yourself then, you know, why why don't I win the game? Uh basically for two reasons. Tyrone were more efficient with the ball. I mean, I pick out one player who I thought was magnificent, mightn't have gotten an awful lot of credit, but I thought Conor Myler was by far and away Tyrone's best player. He 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 mopped up uh he blotted out Pauline Clifford was a carry out of the game, even though Clifford kicked two points now, uh which must be said, but he didn't have a huge influence on the game. And his decision-making on the ball was fantastic. I've never seen a guy as comfortable on the ball at close quarters, able to draw a man and slip the ball into a runner and create an overlap. And that was one one thing that really stood out to me during the game. Tyrone's composure on the ball. They have a, they've obviously done a lot of work uh, in tight quarters where they're pressurised and they don't like... Just for example, I give you... I, I, I contrast the way they worked their the first goal compared to a couple of the goal chances to Kerry butchered. Um, you know, the, the, the first goal, they kept drawing the man, Peter Haps slipped it at the right time, uh, Sludden slipped it at the right time, uh, whereas if, if you remember uh, a goal chance that Kerry had, where Shawnee Shea uh, and David Clifford appeared to have a 2-on-1, Shawnee just needed to take another take another couple of steps with that ball, draw the man, slip it to the back post, it's a tap-in. He just gave the pass too early. That might seem like a very small uh, detail, but there are the subtleties. Uh, again, the one that the one that was uh, butchered between uh, Paul Ganey and Stephen O'Brien. Again, you couldn't see Tyrone butchering that chance. So I would say it was composure on the ball, the ability to to to, to, to the decision making at uh, tight quarters, and slipping the ball after drawing the man. That was that was that was critical to the way Tyrone were playing. They were drawing men in, and then they were slipping ball to the runner, and then you had you had open country and open ground in front of the runners. That to me was, was, was a real, from a coaching point of view, that to me looked uh, to, to be a clear advantage to, to Tyrone. But look, um, I do think Kerry were, were a bit unlucky, even you know with my Kerry hat on. If you look at the, the first Tyrone goal, was a really wor- well-worked goal, even though it came from a turnover. Uh, the other two goals were quite fortuitous. Uh, young Canavan hit a shot. Uh, that bounced out off, off the goalkeeper. No, there were two or three carrymen there. There was one Tyrone man. He got the bounce. Uh, McShane Sheehan tapped it in. If you look at the, at the third goal, that's a kick by by uh, the the, the centre half, McGeary, uh, which is up in the air. It's going wide. Uh, Jack Barry is backing back towards the end line. Was Isn't isn't quite sure of his ground. Just draws a, a, a foot at it. Goes straight to, to, um, to the Tyrone guy and he sticks it. Like you would have to say that was a bit of that was a bit fortuitous, but on the balance you would have to say that Tyrone imposed their game plan and their and and their terms on the game, whereas Kerry found out that you know the league games against Galway and the league game against Tyrone and Killarney and the and the other stuff counted for nothing and the Munster championship. This was a different ball game. They were asked questions by Tyrone that they haven't been asked all the year, and they didn't have the answers. And Kerry were taken out of their comfort zone. Paddy Clifford had been a huge player for Kerry. He was tracked by Myler. Runners were stopped. They were hit hard. Uh, Kerry never got the freedom or the space that they had got all the year. And you can prepare all you like for that. But unless you've, you, until you're hit with it, you don't know how guys are going to react. And just one other factor uh, I think that's uh, clear here. Uh, I thought, I, I've a great time for David Kodrick. I think he's a fantastic ref. He's an intelligent guy who talks to players uh, and, and 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 um, you know, uh, gives them his reasoning behind it. But I thought the way he reffed the game uh, played into Tyrone's hands a little bit. He reffed the game right on the edge. Jesus, there was times you'd have to get murdered to get a free. No, he was the same on both sides. I thought I thought Adam McCurry possibly could have got one, if not two, frees in in the first half as well. But he reffed the game right on the edge. And I thought, i thought that's tyrone because they're very dogged defenders they have real real defenders who 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 take pride in defending you know like and 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 those guys they are real dogged defenders and they hit and they were right on the edge and they were getting hands in and and you know that was stuff that that kerry hadn't been hit with all the year and they couldn't handle it
0: kevin if we look at that particular point there Tyrone's tackling, Tyrone's defensive structure. What did you what how would you compare Tyrone to Kerry in how they went about their business?
3: I think it was a huge, a huge factor on the on the on, on the result. how you know Tyrone for me were able to play healthy. Defense. Kerry, I don't think, have moved on. Uh, we played them in 2018. They had kicked nine points in the 70 minutes. They got a goal in the pint in each time. And they hadn't met a lot of a lot of other chances, but we had blocked up the lanes that, they, that Kerry don't like to blocked, and we blocked up you know, the middle three lanes, uh, and Tyrone done the same. Tyrone brought them, you know, they used the sidelines, and they used the in line every time as extra defenders. They let Kerry run down those lines, and when Kerry were playing out in lane one and lane five out in the sidelines, every time they came into the middle three lanes, <clears throat> they were hit with three and four bodies. They got block downs. They got savage tackling. But if you watch the Kerry defence, they're very slow to get a, a, a plus one back when they're attacking. It's fine if you can hold up for five seconds; get the body's back, but they're they're always isolated at the back. And again, I don't think Kerry moved on from that over the last three years. I think that's the biggest Achilles' heel. I would have um, expected Kerry to win the game, um, but in the back of my mind was defensively very poor. I don't think it's down to um, saying that they haven't got very good defenders. I think their defenders could be playing better as a unit. I don't think that they're covering the right spaces. And, you know, if you look at the full-back Foley was dragged out there for the 45 one time on the opposite side, he missed a tackle up the field. He was just straight down over the bar. And if you look at the goal that you speak about, the one that brought it back before full-time, Tommy Welch was on the 45. He came out with a hand, footwork was all over the shop, he missed the tackle. But You know, he's got big arms, he's got long, long hands. He didn't get a hand on him. And that gave the overlap for Young Canavan to do. If he caught on the back and over the top and it was back of the net, and Jack, you were right, it was a fortuitous goal. But when you look at the defending that happened maybe three or four seconds previous to that, it's just not good enough at this level. And it's something that I would have always felt with Kerry until that becomes right. There's enough talent to win games if it goes right on a day. It didn't go right on the day yesterday. They're a bit unlucky. If, you know, if, if the goals didn't come to our own, we'd be saying Kerry were a super team. We've got to look at the whole lot here, you know. The, as they say, you look, look at the winning and the losing the same and, 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 and analyse it. For me... Kerry have probably the best foot in Ireland at the minute, but the defensive side is just not good enough. And, um, you know, back to the point on Paddy Clifford, Jack, you were there. Myler was so have to get this. I thought he was brilliant. Um, even the point, I think, in the eighth minute, Myler could go sort of up the field. He brought Clifford with him. Clifford was back at the 13-metre line, and I think he transferred to the one that Tyrone has put over the bar. Two minutes later, McNamee scores a point. So Tyrone would coming forward with everybody, but they were continuously set up with a plus-one defence. When Kerry hit on the counter, there was always crowded out. So I think it was a huge factor in in why Kerry lost that game. And I think going forward, you know, you look at black cards, two black cards came in a 30 minute period. From the thirty-eight minute to the sixty-eight minute, Kerry were or Tyrone were down to fourteen men for twenty those minutes. Tyrone won that by a point. That's that half hour sector, which isn't which isn't good enough. And I know they got a goal in the late on that, but that was the reason for that goal was, was the missed tackles in front.
0: Oisin, the 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 refereeing the man and with the manner in which the referee interpreted the tackle, do you agree that it favoured Tyrone, or is or was that was that irrelevant to the outcome?
1: No, it wasn't irrelevant to the outcome. I think you know you have a fair idea before you go into games. I think a lot of uh, top managers will uh, analyse you know how a referee referees a game if he's going to let it go, and the referees are going to blow everything. And I think. Uh, throne were given the opportunity to play on the edge because that's the way David goldrick referees games and uh and I think it certainly did favor them I think that the, just even that appointment uh favored them. I think there was a couple of uh ones that are questionable but the one thing I would say about David goldrick is that he was consistent in the way he implemented the rules for both sides um and I think you know that sort of played into uh throne's hands and the fact that they were probably uh not probably they were a lot more physical uh in the tackle than then carry well uh that's what created the turnovers and that's what uh put them on the front foot a lot of the time the thing i was impressed with most paul was you know we talked about matchups a lot last week and how important they were uh but the thing that i, I suppose we didn't take into account was that toronto not just into blotting people out of the game uh per se and they want to impose their game on that individual get them going the opposite direction they did it to perfection against donegal in a game where they were under severe pressure Uh, the second half against monon when they were under severe pressure mcgeary myler Hart, mccurry all got scores uh, in 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 a period in both of those games um, where thrown were really under the cosh, and I think the big the big thing for me was that you know uh, surely yes you know Saturday you'd be thinking from a Throne point of view, listen if we can keep David Clifford the four or five points from play, uh, we have a we have a good job done here. Sean O'Shea the same, uh, Paulie Clifford. If we can uh, curb his influence on in the game, but they weren't just they weren't just happy with that. They were getting uh uh Miler uh McDamee, those guys up the far side of the field kicking scores and that's a mentality that is that is that is very difficult to get into a player's head is that you know not only are you you know taking out the best players that they have but you're also imposing your game on them and I thought that that's one of the things that created that extra body that, that Kevin was talking about because their ability to break the first lane like, once they broke that first lane, it was 50 yards of space. And then what it comes down to in that last third is <clears throat> decision-making. And Tyrone's decision-making was always, wasn't, wasn't always perfect, but it was, it was a little bit better than what, uh, than what Kerry's was. And, and they weren't obsessed with, with, with sticking the ball in the back of the net. They were happy to take a score. And if the goals opportunity came, then they would st- stick them away. And that's, that's exactly what happened.
0: Jack, Jack, did Tyrone
1: do anything
0: different than you expected on Saturday?
2: No, no, not really. They've been doing this, uh, uh, Paul, since uh, I suppose for the last seventeen or eighteen years, the bones of twenty years. I would doing it in two thousand and three when they hit Kerry with with that ferocious tackling in in in, in the semi final in in party party shares last last game. Uh, no. Uh, I mean, they they did the same in two thousand and three. They did, they did to a lesser extent in two thousand and eight. But uh, no, that's that's that that's their game. Uh, you see, it didn't carry any favours that they've scored all these goals all the year. I think that's something like 20, 20, 20 something odd 21. goals. Right? Twenty one was it? Yeah, uh, yeah. Yep. Twenty one goals, right? That gets into players' heads, right? There were points for the taking. There were points for the taking the last day, and even good decision makers. I had Killian Spillane as a minor in 2014. He was the best uh, minor forward that, I, that, that, that that I put through my hands. Killian is a fantastic decision maker, yet he he, he he made a poor decision that time going for a goal the time Peter Peter Hart went full length and blocked him. There was a point there for the take-in. He's, he's competent with both hands. He could easily put that over. It's just that Kerry were taken out of their comfort zone. And just to back up something O'Sheen said there a minute ago, Kerry tried to press in the middle third of the pitch, but as soon as Tyrone, and they're brilliant at that, drawing men in, slipping the ball to a runner, as soon as Tyrone broke that press, Jesus, there was acres there. And Kerry didn't have a dedicated uh, sweeper, uh, you know, to, to, to give a bit of protection in front of the full-back line. Uh, it was, it, for the first goal, if you look at it, if, if I I went back and I looked at it this morning. There were three Kerry defenders all all out of the play and running back towards the goal. The full-back, uh, Jason Foley, is out of the play. Brian Begley, the cornerback, is out of the play. They're all, they're all bypassed and they're running back. You're, not, you're in a very bad situation then. Whereas if you look at it on the Tyrone side, Mike Loneed appeared, appeared to be the fellow who who's spent a lot of the time giving the extra bit of protection. And if, if you remember um, the time Stephen O'Brien broke uh, from his man coming in from the, the Cusick stand side, Mike Loneed was the fellow who, who stopped him. That was a goal. If that sweeper wasn't there, that's a goal. Stephen O'Brien is true for the goal. So you would have to say that Tyrone set up making sure that they always had a sweeper. That wasn't that wasn't the case with Kerry. They were trying to manufacture a sweeper at times. But that can get lost in a health or skelter game. And um, there were times when the Kerry full-back line was very badly exposed. Very badly exposed for the first goal. Because, you know, Ty- Tyrone had a three on, three on two. And they're never going to, And as I said earlier, they're not going to butcher that kind of a chance.
0: We, we were on the podcast here last week and I think we made a mistake in referring to what Tyrone might do to Kerry as an ambush because you can't call it an ambush if you know what's coming. You can't call it an ambush if you know where you're going to be brought, how the opposition team is going to go about things. But in that respect, do you think that Kerry were mentally, physically and tactically ready for that game?
2: Look, um, Paul, to be honest with you, this was a nightmare scenario for Kerry the lead up to this game. Like the, Kelly, you were supposed to have a game two weeks ago. You 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 tailor your training to that. You uh you you tailor your you know whole mindset to that. Then it's put back a week. Then the you know you know the way players are. Players are, are finely tuned athletes, and uh, you know they're, they, they 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 like routine. And then they discover it's put back another week, right? Then you have the questions about their own. You know what kind of a team will they have? Uh, are some of them sick? How badly will they be affected and you know you know the way it works in players minds Kerry players had to be and you know they're listening to the fact that they're raging hot favorites kelly players had to be thinking this mightn't be too bad we might we might have a handy day in croke park I, I, no matter what the management says say to players they're 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 meeting the public they're they're working they're talking to people that seeps into your head right and I just think it, and, and then there was the whole idea that oh Kerry need a game, they can't go in cold into the All Ireland. So Asher Tyrone will give them a game, but it might, you know, to to to, to prep them for the final. The, all that kind of talk was going on around the place. And don't tell me that that doesn't affect your mindset. You can't, you can't you know, players players aren't in a bubble, they're meeting people in the street, and I don't care what kind of a sports psychologist you have, it's very hard to guard against that. So when Kerry were hit with the ferocity that Tyrone brought, uh i think mentally they couldn't be prepared for it they couldn't be
1: exactly. do you, you think there was an issue around uh dublin going out of the championship was that was that in the back of kerry's mind
2: <laughs> kevin uh uh a hundred percent a hundred percent the talk down here was i should carry win the all island but should have much value in it because because i know they not, they're not they're, they haven't beaten dublin in the way i mean that again is awful dangerous talk so lads you see all that thrown into the mix, it's very, very hard to guard against that then. And of course the Kerry management and the Kerry players would have would have known that Tyrone will come with everything. But if that if that talk has gone on around the place, it's very, very hard to guard against. And um, it was I I had heard Dearman Murphy, you know, I think in, in your podcast there, Paul, the previous week talking about an an ambush. It was one hundred percent set up for an ambush by by Tyrone. You know, nobody, they weren't given too much information about who was sick, who wasn't sick, and I've no doubt that they had players who, who suffered, but uh, there wasn't that much information coming out, and then when you look at the team they put out, they more or less were full strength. Now, there were some of their players, I would say, that were that were definitely under par. I mean, I was looking at Matty Donnelly early on in that game, and there was no way Matty Donnelly was right. He, he didn't even do the full warm-up. He did his own stuff over by the sideline. And he was poorish in the first 20 minutes but by god when he went out around the middle of the field in the middle third did he have a big influence in that game massive and he used his power and his experience and his strength out in that middle third i thought he was pivotal uh that move of putting him out and particularly then when i brought on max Sheehan, who gave a big powerful target man up front uh that was that was that was crucial so you there was a lot of things went into the mix lads but to get back to your original uh thing paul uh, the talk that was going on in Kerry uh, couldn't be good for the players.
0: How do you, Kevin, how do you stop a general bro- broader sentiment seeping into a dressing room? If it's happening out in society, if people are talking about it, they're meeting people, they hear hearing in their families, even if they stay off social media, even if they stay off the media, how do you stop this sense creeping into a dressing room? It,
3: Paul, it's, it's it's very, very difficult. Jack has hit it there a few times, you know, but, from what I could see, I back to the points Jack made there, <clears throat> um, I genuinely don't think Kerry looked that flat. You know, I thought they were up for it. I thought they were competitive. I thought they made heaps of chances. Um, <clears throat> I thought they were getting the tackles in as much as they could. It's a, they didn't look flat to me. Um, I, I just think tactically they were outfoxed. And on the day, their decision-making wasn't good enough for, what, you know, for the position they found themselves in. Because they were bottled up and they made bad decisions. Like if you know, we have to be careful here because Potty Clifford had a hand pass to put the ball over the bar to win the game. If that game was over, we wouldn't be talking. We'd be saying they're, they're getting ready. So, and they'd and they'd missed the goal chances. I mean, that first goal chance was was terrible. Where Stephen O'Brien stood in stood in the square. I mean, they could have won this game. I don't think flatness was 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 the issue. I do think tactically. Uh, but I've been saying this for the last few years. I just don't think that they've moved on far enough with the help defence to allow them quick breaks. And that's where I, I, I see the problem. Um, is it in the
0: transition? You see it in the transition from defence to attack?
3: Well, I, I, I see the problem. You see, if your defence is good enough, you're going to have more turnovers in the right area and you're going to be hitting a, a counter-attack. You are outlet ball out to lane one, lane five, up the field and, and crossing the ball. Like, Unfortunately, carriers aren't getting back fast enough into an area. And also, there's a few times to where their sweeper would have been back but they can't see the man and see the ball at the same time, which means they they're taken out with a kick. And, you know, Matty Donnelly, you know, almost took the momentum back to Kerry again when he got to the middle. I know he's a great game. He got to the middle. He tried to thread a ball into the into, into the corner forward position in extra time. It was, it was taken out. Terrible him five pints up at the time. He didn't need to thread those balls. It's risk versus reward. It's something they, do, they need to learn for the final because when you're in control by five pints, it's all about retention. You know and again, they tried to force that ball forward, and that was the one time the Kerry's people actually read it they got the next two points make like a shot, it was back to the three point game. But I don't believe that that Kerry team was flat. Um, I also don't believe the word ambush should be used in this because this Kerry team haven't won at senior level. What's the entitlement? Uh, bar the fact, Dublin went out. I mean, you all, we all carry up on a pedestal to be next in line, but there's always a fear that in defense they were caught for goals, and it happened so. I don't think the ambush word is as big as we should be saying. And I also think Kerry Warden flat. I'm answering your question, Paul, you asked me about how do, you, how do you how do you stop that. It certainly happened to myself with, with Sligo um, a number of years ago. Uh, I, I saw players taking taking the, the shorts, a few shirts out of the bag before the match, wondering what they were wear that night. And before we knew it, we were 10-4 down against what's common who played in Division 4. Uh, we came back to one point but it was too late. So it's a really, really hard thing, as like Jack said. If the, if the flags are up, the public are telling you this, you're expected to win the whole COVID thing. There's loads of stuff, but I just didn't think the team looked that flat.
0: If we look at the tactics for a second, why did Tyrone give Kerry all of their kickouts? Kerry won 25 kickouts, lost none of their own kickouts. Why, but that's because Tyrone gave it to them. Why did Tyrone give Kerry their own kickout? But
3: the I, fancy...
1: have
3: no that oh, I have no problem with that, Paul. i tell you why, because if you look at it, the 100% of the kickouts, I think only two were long. You have to look at the, the 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 outcome from that kickout, you know, and I think this is where we get caught up, caught up in stats. You know, and if you look at the outcome, the kickouts, if you, it's I think it's something like Kerry got five pints directly from winning all all the kickouts. Tyrone got one four from winning eight or eighteen out of their twenty six. That's the outcome. So straight away Tyrone are two pints up on a Kerry kickout. So why wouldn't you give a kickout if you know you're going to run the guys down lane one, lane five? Why By that, you mean
0: down the 2 sidelines, down two, each sideline, and the middle down lanes side. are two, three, and four.
3: Absolutely. And again, if they come in the back on the in-lane, where they came numerous occasions, Tyrone was quite happy to let them in there. You know, because you're, you're 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 now in the worst position. You're almost behind the goal. So I let him in on the, inside the 13, inside the line. And Tyrone always had that extra man inside to step in. I think Jack, you mentioned one day about, about Michael O'Neill coming across. He, they let him in the sideline, stepped in, the extra man stepped in, and bang. So they use their lines, the lanes, brilliantly. And, you know, if if a team are going to run, run the wrong areas, let them at it. Take them down those lanes and use, use it. So, I mean, the, the outcome will tell you why they're done it. It's 1-4 to, to, to 5 points on on, on, the, on the kickouts.
0: If, if you look at this, Jack, can I talk to you for a second about fitness and the Kerry players who were cramping towards the end? I was listening to Enda McGinley yesterday who talked about a conditioning, he referred to a conditioning issue. In respect to Kerry. Niall Morgan said about the second half we look the fitter team. Do you think there's a conditioning issue there?
2: Uh it's a it, it, that's a difficult one. No, it was obvious that Kerry players were cramping and and uh, Tyrone players weren't when going into the game you would say that Kerry would have the advantage because of the issues that Tyrone had. Right? Uh with with Covid and 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 and, and missing collective sessions and that uh, now, Kerry have had a full-time... Kerry are ahead of the, the curve, you know, in, in, in some regards. Well, I mean, there are five or six teams in the country who have a full-time strength and conditioning coach. And Jason McGann has been Kerry for three years. And reports are he's done great work, you know, and he's well-respected. But you would have to say that um, it looked late in the game, you know, especially the first half of the extra time that Tyrone had the legs. But I think a lot of that... Uh, had to do with the substitutes that Tyrone brought on. Tyrone's substitutes had a big impact in that game. Young Canavan was very lively when he came on. He was elusive. They couldn't get a hand on him. Max Shane has that power, you know, to go by fellas. And, you know, it was very apparent for, for, for one of his points there that, that, he, that when, he, when he went by Jason Foley, Jason Foley was cramping at the time and couldn't get near him. Uh, but... um the, 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 the whole thing was turned on his head. We all expected that Kerry would outlast Tyrone better because of the, you know, the fact the issues Tyrone had, but it didn't, it didn't look that way on the day. But uh, have, have, have Kerry neglected that side? They've put huge, I, even Peter Keane would have come out a few weeks ago and said they've put huge emphasis on the fitness side this year. So the, the one thing I did notice, uh, you know, it just might be, it's and it's a completely unscientific observation. I did think the Kerry warm-up was very vigorous. And it, it it was a very warm day. Tyrone's warm up certainly wasn't wasn't as energetic or as vigorous. And I was kind of looking at, it, at the, the Tyrone warm up, and I said, "Are they are they on the power? Are they on on <laughs> uh, power or whatever?" Here, it was very obvious. Kerry did a more vigorous warm up, and with the heat, maybe maybe that was a possible factor. I have no idea, but. Um, Kerry have put huge work into the conditioning side over the last three years, Paul. I couldn't see how they wouldn't be conditioned properly, but the cramping was 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 a big issue. Was that was that a hydration issue? Was it was it was it was it uh, fitness? I'm not sure. Yeah,
1: no, a lot of that, a lot of that, a lot of that, Paul. I think is 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 can be player led because, like you, you, the players dictate a lot of. Uh, you know how a, how a strength and conditioning coach uh fitness coach will will go about their their work um because like he first thing he'll do after a game is he check in with boys see how they're at uh, and, and unfortunately as i said like the the monster championship you know games against clare and, and and Tipperary and Cork it's it's not really cutting the mustard for them you know what i mean as i said they're pretty ill prepared and that that uh buys into the to the fitness uh, stuff as well and i think that it, the conditioning was an issue uh towards the end of the game uh not with all of them but uh I, I and i think that's a result of the fact that they eventually having spent most of the year sauntering through league and championship that they found themselves in a the game And they had to go to a level that they hadn't been there before so if you haven't gone to a level you haven't been there before then you don't really know where you're at and i think um it was only when they went to that level when you're taking the hits as well you know mixed up with you know covering the ground I think then it becomes an issue and i think that's why you know the conditioning was an issue at, at the end of the game but i think it's only because Tyrone took them to a, a level that they had they hadn't been to before and i think when when that happens in your body we're talking now about uh intercounty gaelic football being an 80 minute game 20 minutes on top of that that's over 100 minutes and that certainly takes its toll because when you train footballers uh, played you don't train them to play for 100 minutes and so,
0: so so where i think there's a slight problem with that argument about the Kerry not having the prep is that dublin for until this year sauntered through the leinster football championship and then arrived out for a semi-final and just and, and did as they wished in a lot of semi-finals so does that not break down on the rocks of that fact
1: well well paul i think it, it actually backs it up because like many of those semi-finals have they not had to go to you know a place that they didn't want to go to uh how many times in those games had they whipped off normally five of their um let's say their, their older players and replaced them with pure energy um, for the last 20, 25 minutes of the game, and instead of somebody coming on, on and 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 just replacing somebody, but somebody coming on and actually bringing the game to the next level. So I think that actually backs up the point. And I think you know when you look at the Kerry subs- substitutes, who, to be honest, <laughs> uh, this is you can't be wise after the you can be wise after the event. But uh, when I looked at the Kerry substitutes, I thought a lot of them guys will give Kerry, you know, a lot uh, towards the end of the game. I didn't feel, I n- have never felt, and I've said it on here for a long time, I don't think David Moore and Jack Barry are the answer in Crow Park. They may be in the monster Championship, but as far as energy goes, I thought O'Connor gives them a lot more energy in the middle. And uh, and probably, you know, apart from that, I didn't think the, the, the Kerry substitutes did themselves justice. Yeah, Jack.
0: There is an issue. I know Tony Brosnan was injured and couldn't and talk, but James O'Donoghue, James O'Donoghue in the last section of that game, you would imagine there was a score in that James O'Donoghue an injury in extra time there.
2: <laughs> Not going to get into that, no, Paul. Because look, look, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't in a career training. I have no idea how how, how that decision uh, uh, came about. But you know, James O'Donoghue is a class player and has been a class player for many, of the year. And it was a bit of a surprise when he he opted off the panel due to lack of opportunities. But um I just have the, the one is the one big issue I would have which which um which would say the Kerry forward line will say um the last day, and I've been saying this for a few weeks now that I actually think that Kerry have tried to um how would I put it bamboozle the opposition a bit by moving forwards around the place. And I'm not a believer in that. I mean I was just having a I shoot the breeze here regularly with my two sons. They're big into the into in, into their football, and I was saying that, you know, all the teams that win all Ireland's right, you could name their full forward line off the top of your head. You know, the great the great teams, the Bernard Flins, the Brian Staffers, the Colermore Dorks, the 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 John Eagans, the Owen Listons, the Mikey Sheehys, uh, the Paul Mannions, the Dean Rocks, the Kieran Kilkenny's. You know, they'd rattle off the top of your head. Whereas I think this year Kerry didn't settle their forward line uh you know, as well as they should have, and, and that, I think that's a factor like to my mind Shawnee Shea is is the best center forward in Kerry and possibly the best center forward in the country. He played very, very little at center forward the last day he was he was he was he was uh, positioned at full forward most of the time um Paul Ganey you know in his heyday, there was a corner forward uh, a good corner forward stroke full forward now he played in the half forward line the last day. I couldn't see the logic behind that to be honest with you uh I I don't think he's the he's that, I don't think he's the engine for that type of that type of middle third action. You know, so I think I I, I think there is a there there is a little bit there in that that the, I don't think Kerry positioned their forwards as well the forwards that they, they started as well as they could have. I mean the the game now is all about the middle third the type of players you play in the middle third. You look at you look at the the the, the, the compare the engines that that Tyrone had in the middle third to what Kerry had in the middle third. You know Look at look at the Connor Myers, the Peter Harts, the Kieran McGeary's, the the the, the Frank Burnses, uh all these guys, like the the, the Niall You never know like I still couldn't tell you how many of those were halfbacks and how many of them were half hours. Their halfbacks and the half hours are completely interchangeable. And that's the way the game has gone. That's the way they, you have to be playing men in the middle third, in the halfback line and in the half hour line, who have engines to die for up and down the field, who are interchangeable. And this is this is the this is to me is the big advantage they had over Kerry. In that in that in those in those two lines, in and 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 um I agree with O'Sheen probably the the, the the mix in the middle of the field for Kerry probably wasn't wasn't the balance wasn't right there. So that's what that's what the game has won and lost. Don't tell me that Kerry haven't scoring power and forwards, uh, decorative forwards to get scores. I think the, the real issue is. Uh, th- those those middle third players who are prepared to sacrifice their game up and down the field, uh get in blocks. Peter Hart, like he you know, the block he made that time was was, was on Killian Spillane That's that's a goal. If he's not there, that's a goal. The block Mike O'Neill makes they're 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 as important as the goals they got up the other end. So I think that is something that Kerry are gonna to have to look at. I I going back as look going back as far as two thousand and three or four, this issue rose for Kerry. Kerry had lovely decorative forwards Uh, and I went in in 2004 and I remember looking at the Tyrone Kerry game from 2003 and I knew straight away Kerry are going to have to get a different type of player and this is where the Paul Gallimans and the Edna Mahonies and the William Kerbys and those type of fellas with big engines big hearts who can put in big hits that's where they're coming that's where Kerry are at the moment you won't get away with six decorative forwards absolutely not when you compare Compare them to what's what's out there in the opposition. Do you want a, a sweeping statement there, last, But that's my gut instinct there. Do you have a clear idea of what you would do with that Kerry team? Well, I I, I think I've, I've made a couple of points there that uh, already that that I, I would certainly play Shawnee O'Shea at centre forward. <clears> I think Kerry tried to run an awful lot of ball the last day. I think they were missing that outlet in the half forward line, which Shawnee Shea gives you. You know, that, 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 that outlet across the 45 where you can actually kick ball out of the halfback line and and, and then you have runners coming off, uh, you, you know, where you can use them as a pivot. Gavin White had a fantastic game the last day, but Gavin ran an awful lot of ball and, you know, you'd say to yourself at times, Gavin, could you not kick a 30-yard foot pass and then have runners coming off of that? It just gives you an outlet and gives you a pivot to run off of. I think Kerry played into Tyrone's hands by running everything in the middle third and uh you know, you were saying a while ago, Paul, about Tyrone giving up the, the Kerry kick out. Tyrone didn't mind giving up the carry kick out. Because where they, they they don't they don't mind Kerry having possession in their own back lane. But they made sure that when they got past the middle of the field and in that middle section between the mid the between the, the, the 45 and the D, that was absolutely saturated. And Kerry kept running down that section. I know Kevin there was talking about the 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 the, the five um, the five different avenues of the five what, what do you call them Kevin? the five lane, lanes
0: whatever, five yeah. lanes
2: yeah. They, they Tyrone absolutely blocked the middle lanes and you know Kerry that's why Kerry kept giving the ball away they just ran in ran down cul de sacs ran into brick walls and when you're not used to that your 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 decision making goes there was i mean the last one even Poddy clifford like all all year long he had been used to getting the freedom of the park and he was he was fantastic he he got man of the match in two or three games in a row and there was an incident late in that game where he could actually have given a ball inside to killian Spillan, who would come out on the yeah road. And absolutely right. he, he he turned back in and tried to take on two or three men threw the ball away tyrone broke and you said to yourself that is it in a nutshell if you want to encapsulate what's wrong here that's it Paddy clifford up to yesterday's game or Saturday's game, was cutting through in that situation. Here he was met with two or three Tyrone men. He coughs up the ball. He's down on the ground, suffering from cramp. The boys are on the counter-attack. They're, they're breaking in threes and fours. There's the game in a nutshell.
0: Do you, Kevin, do you censor a reluctance in Kerry to change? I do.
3: I think I think in the past few years, obviously every team is at this now. They're certainly getting bodies back. Um, whether it's a reluctance or maybe not seeing exactly, I'm not so sure. But the bodies are getting back, but that area we're talking about isn't being saturated with the, with the leads in time. I think when they're there, they're not exactly sure what to do. I could see there once or twice where there was a, actually was a fever back, but we're covering an area rather than you know taking us to where. The danger was behind and where the ball was, like like an angle. And I, did, I didn't see that happening. So, whether it looks into change or maybe because, like Jack has mentioned there, forwards are so good, If will outshoot the opposition. And I think when it comes to the semi final final stage, unless your defense is set up really strongly, you probably get cut out if, if things don't go well for the other day. And, uh, you know, we always had a statement, you know. Off-offense sell tickets, you know, the defence wins championships. And I think if you have to get both together, but you really need to get the back sorted. And if it's it's sorted well and you've got the runners, like Jack said, you're leaving space for your forwards up front anyway. And your quick outlet is going to create havoc for the guys up front. So I don't know why there's reluctance to do it when you have the athletes you've got. If you haven't got the athletes carried out, you're going to look slow, you're going to look cumbersome, you mightn't be able to break fast enough. But that's down to having the actual individual being able to do it. And what I see with Kerry, they're all brilliant athletes. I mean, they can all do that. So I just think there's a, there is a, definitely an area that has to be tweaked there to make Kerry uh, uh, a full winning team. So,
1: so, the, so but I if- haven't said I haven't said that, lads. Like I mean, like uh, well, maybe not you guys, but mm-hmm. but certainly I give them a, a fair doing last year for playing. Two half backs uh, at 10 and 12. And I didn't think that they looked particularly comfortable doing that either. So, uh, you know, I think, you know, Peter Keane, when he looked at it this year, thought, look, I'll go back to the uh, Louis Van ha- Van Gaal uh, era at Man United when they signed all, uh, I think he signed seven offensive players. And uh, I think United went out one day with uh, a centre back uh two cornerbacks and the rest of them were all uh forward players and he just threw them in there and he expected to win games and that wasn't happening and then you realize that they don't have the balance that you want and i think yesterday when you go into crow park you feel as if that's not the balance that you want i think again to go back in the original point that uh, if you don't have um mobility if you don't have huge mobility in the middle of the field that comes back and haunts you and you know the like the paul gini one is, is the perfect illustration of a gay playing in a position that he shouldn't be playing in if he's not if he's not capable of playing and uh, getting his place in the full forward line, then for me you know you gotta play somebody at wing forward that gives you a lot more energy um i i don't think like they played jack barry there at times during the months of final uh and i I don't think that was the answer either um but i I just think that you know sometimes you you look at it and you think well you know how many times do i have to blink before you know i I actually change things and and i think you know kerry blinked last year to change things they got a punch with a goal and they completely turned this year and they played let they played shootout football that's the best way i can describe it and and i thought that was the best way of winning all ireland uh, to be honest so i don't want to talk out of both sides of my mouth i want to i want to you know stress that you know i didn't feel as if they looked comfortable last year and i didn't feel as if they looked particularly comfortable this year so uh, there's tweaks and changes that need to, that need to happen there in order for for them to be uh to be a proper uh, knockout team and be a, a, a team that can be reckoned with whenever they end up in Crow Park because that has to be the focus from this point on, I imagine. Jack?
2: I'm not, I'm not talking, uh, just just so that um, I'm not misunderstood. I, I'm not talking, Yoshin, about playing half-hours or half-backs in the half-hour line. Uh, what, I'm, what I'm talking about is playing players with big engines in the half-hour line. I mean, Conor Myler would be equally as comfortable at wing half-forward as wing half-back. I'd say he is probably a wing half-forward, is he? You'd know more about him than, than I would. Um, well, that's where,
1: he's, that's where he's played the majority of his football, but uh, if you if you look at the, the jobs that they've given Conor Myler, and believe it or not, I think even Paul, uh, Recognised this one uh, last <laughs> last week. If we give him some credit for it, uh, he said miler on, uh, on on Paulie Clifford. I Might just have that... a gift machine. Just a gift. Have.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, should, like like, like the same with the same with Peter Hart. Peter Hart would be equally comfortable at at right half forward as he would, uh, would be at left half back. So they have a lot of players who are very adaptable and interchangeable. And that is what the modern game dictates. Because, and, and as you see, when 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 the full back line, I mean, at one stage in the first half, I think, uh, I think Tyrone had six points scored. Two of them came from the goalkeeper. Three of them came from the full back line. And I and I reckon another one came from Peter Hart, right? Am I right there? So 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 like they are very comfortable footballers, very adaptable. They can the forwards the, the the forwards can get back and the backs can get forward, and they're never out of position, or never out of place when they get into those positions. Whereas you could, it's hard to say the same about, about about some of the the Kerry farmers, You could say that they're they're very skillful, very good on the ball. You know, do they have that doggedness that 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 you require? You know, the Paul Gallivan type of doggedness. Where, where they get real pride out of winning hard ball, out of getting in big hits, out of getting in big tackles. That is what the game dictates. I mean, when Dublin won their pump, uh, they were able to do both sides of the game. The Paul Flins, uh, the Kieran Kilkenny's, the Damien Connelly's, they were able to do both sides of the game, and that's why they were so good for so long. And- are we
0: not have to, Jack, are we not have to get into a point here where we look at that middle eight, and, and the course of this discussion is, it makes it fairly clear that Tyrone are just better footballers than Kerry in the middle eight with all with by all means of football. Yeah. Not just they're better, you know, they're better
2: suited to the point to the to, to the, the game the way it's played at the moment. That's what I would say. They're better suited to the way the game has gone. Because
0: yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I have one other question actually related to this. We've been hearing all year about how hard the Kerry forwards are working and their tackling and all of that is. But four 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 Tyrone players went up and scored from play. So, and and Look, look, what, we, what I, what I, what I,
2: go back uh, a part to to a point that that Kevin made there about ten minutes ago. Uh, Kerry were trying a high press, they were trying to tackle, but as soon as you broke that 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 press, Kerry will open at the back. I don't think there was a there was a defined sweeper system in place, and in the modern game you're dodging you're dicing with death unless you have a sweeper system and i'm not i'm not even talking about one that you can manufacture on the day and uh if your man goes deep you sit back and vice versa right you nearly need to have you have your, your your sweeper earmarked that that you have systems in place where a goes to b and then b can 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 drop back in front of the d or whatever you nearly need to give the responsibility to 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 two or three players because then there's accountability. If you're leaving it up to situations where, uh, well, when your man goes deep, you you you're the guy who, who sweeps. You need to be a very mature team like Dublin are able to do it because they're so mature and they were around so long and they know each other and they've talked the through home team times. If you're leaving that up to a a, a, a team that haven't that experience, you're you're dicing with death. You're better off to give responsibility and 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 and, and accountability to 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 certain players and say, you're you're the guy. That drops back, this guy covers for you, and the other guy comes out from the full forward line to get a hand on the on, on, on the halfback. That to me is the only way it works because if if, if you leave it up to to, to 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 the day or the moment, the game is too helter or to, to manufacture sweepers in my head.
0: Kevin, what did you think of Tyrone's skills? I
3: suppose look um we, we can't Say it was a, it was a brilliant football match. Either I mean we've there've been more turnovers. I think Tyrone was something like twenty seven turnovers. Eh, something like the high twenties. I think Kerry were up in thirty five or something. So there was a lot of turnover ball that was only held in the hand for about two or three seconds as well. So like, there was a lot of mistakes there. Um, but I just thought the skills the skills I'd be looking for was the decision making and you know not forcing it. I thought Tyrone were far better at that than than, than Kerry. I thought the help defense was far better than Kerry. I'm pushing back to your point. I'm with Jack on this one, and we're not trying to make Kerry into a defensive team. It's understanding, and it's the understanding of where to be and where what space to cover. That's what I'm talking about here. That's why you break it down to lanes. It doesn't mean that you horse everybody back there and say sit back there and we'll take our chance and play two forwards. I don't believe in that. I fully think that we can keep. like yeah, you can have four of the best forwards in Ireland on any team for their skills alone, and like the ten and twelve have got to be a worker and then understanding when you're working back what lanes to cover. So that's why I just want to be very clear on what I'm saying there as well. This is not about, like, for instance, I know we would have, um, <clears> over <throat> and we got a, a name for being awful defensive, but there's certain games where we'd have, we we would have we felt we'd outshoot opposition. Take, for instance, we'd have Derry and Toome. Derry hit, hit us at 3.15. We tried to outshoot them, and we were lucky. We got 5.15 the same day. But, you know, we were open, and we, we paid earlier. We were seven or eight points down. We had to work back into that game. So... It's different horses, different courses, and the personnel you've got, you've got to see what are they capable of doing. So, if you haven't got someone that can make that run for you, you can't have the same game plan. So, I just feel that Kerry's side, I'm going to wait for a question for me Paul, have such good footballers, if they can tweak that little small area, I honestly think they'll be really, really hard to beat in every single game they play. And I'm talking about the bigger games as well, but that, that, that's gone for this year. Um, turn skills, Paul, I look, their skills are good. Um, The skills... I suppose that the ones they relied on best yesterday may not be the ones with the ball in hand it was actually the tackling it was breaking down it was understanding where to be the whole thing you know um so i look at it. the skills were up and down david goldie let an awful go yesterday um you know how do you judge we all know if their referees will do this but the final is coming up now we'll turn around and get away with that and there was nothing bad there but it was just high intensity you know Stephen O'Brien got pulled for a free out for me, you know, from wherever he was standing, that has to be a free in. Now, okay, he played as much as he could, but them them momentum shifters. And you know, when I heard from the talking about penalties, and penalties last night, and the G. No one wants to see you know games go to penalties. But personally, I would rather lose a game on penalties than lose it on a referee decision. So I think you know there's a, there's a massive opening here for the linesman, the referee, be given their jobs to get this right. You know what's what's going to be what's going to be allowed in the final now. If that intensity isn't allowed, you know what's Tyrone's next skills, and uh, you know that's that's going to be crucial as as to what happens in the final.
0: Oshin, oh, oh, we'll be coming. We'll be talking a lot more about Tyrone in the in the in the preview for the final next week. We've deliberately focused on on Kerry today. Did you do you think there's been a change in how Gaelic football has been played across the two semi-finals in the amount of turnovers that have taken place and everything to do with that?
1: Well, I suppose if you said that, you know, uh, Dublin were going to have turned the ball over 35 times, Kerry uh, 27, I think. 30, if you've, thirty. Actually, 35. I think yeah. it was thrown to turn the ball over 20, 27 times. But, like, you think of those numbers and you think of uh, the focus for a lot of teams is on retaining the ball uh i think it does say something about the skill about the skill level and it also says something about uh you get yourself into a comfort zone uh in a lot of in a lot of these scenarios when you're playing against opposition that maybe you know just aren't intense maybe sit off you a little bit more and uh and then it's when you get into the games like this and um, that you know th- that things change dramatically I think teams aren't as good at mining the ball as 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 they have been to be honest and it's a tricky one because uh when you're looking at stuff i guess you know what what, what game would I, would I rather watch would i rather rather watch you know uh, kerry putting six fifteen on uh you know on tyrone down in clarney and nobody laying a glove on it i remember uh talking about you know people uh, contact me about uh a monster championship match it was dr crooks versus Finn bars suppose uh, some Finn bars from from cork and uh, there was no score from a free every score was from play so i said i better go and have a look at this game because like i think there was in total it was maybe 735 or 740 scored in the game so i had a, i went and had a look at the game and then i realized why there was no scores from freeze because nobody tackled and and if you if you don't if you don't tackle well, then you're not going to turn the ball over. You're not going to create free kicks. So I think you know the game that I would rather watch would be the game that 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 I seen on at the weekend. But like definitely, there's a massive onus on players to clean their act up as far as giving the ball away, uh, making the right decisions. I mean, like if you look at Throne's game plan, if you look at dublin's game plan and you look at Mayo's game plan let's take those those three teams aside from kerry those three teams their uh, everything about their game is built on decision making so how they transition the ball out of defense how they transfer that to the to the, to the best players up front and how they how they manufacture a score just decision making it's decision one it's decision two and it's decision three and the amounts of time that those the players at the top level are getting that wrong is staggering for me staggering and uh amount of easy possession that they're coughing up taking the ball into the tackle okay so I'll take the under names for training tonight I don't want them taking the ball into the tackle I want them shifting it before they get into the tackle and and uh, and the amounts of time even Peter Hart who will be one of the recognized players for for shifting the ball moving it on never coughing up possession twice he was caught in possession in the first half of the game, on on uh, Sarah, and that was taking the ball directly into contact. So the decision making just hasn't been good enough in the two semi finals, as far as I can I can see. I do accept that a lot of that is based on the how much intensity uh, the opposition was bringing, but I still think that if I was a manager, both of those teams going into the final, the thing I would look at is lads, don't do not take the ball into an avenue. That you're going to lose it, and I think that has happened way too much in the two semi-finals. And if you're going to play that sort of game, it's based on making those uh, clear decisions when you're under pressure.
0: Jack, what's it like to be Peter Keane today?
2: No, it's not not pretty. I tell you, it's a it's a tough uh, it's a tough station down here. Um, Kerry public are very very critical, very unforgiving. You know, uh, what you <laughs> what you have to realise down here is everybody has an opinion. There is nobody i mean uh i've been up in kildare the last couple of years and uh even when we were in the Leinster final i was saying to myself do people actually know the game is on do you know you know you could walk the street and 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 you wouldn't be too sure that there was a game on so uh it's a religion down here Kerry people are desperate for this team to to to, to win out to win in all island i mean on all known an all known farm, an all known, uh, you know, tradition. They should be winning all Ireland because they won five minors in a row. Uh, you know, a couple of real, you know, standout players like David Clifford, Shawnee Shea, Gavin White. These guys, um, you know, they they they're 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 good. They're a good age as well. I mean, I was only looking at it the last day from the fourteen and fifteen minors uh the last day you had you had the goalie in five at the back starting they're they're what what do they know they're probably 23 24. they're a good age they're the right age group outside of you know david moore and maybe tommy welsh and one or two others that, that that's a good age profile for that team so there is huge pressure here that team has to win an 11 has to win maybe a couple of elements. so that brings its own expectation that brings its own its own pressure but it's a great it's a great environment uh you know to to be coaching because it's it's a real religion down here there are young lads dying to to get in even training with kerry uh kerry have been are still producing good minor teams um and 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 uh, you know it's it's but to get back to your original question you know, it's not it's not a nice place to be i've been there myself once or twice and uh, you know it's it's a lonely place because you, you winner takes all you know kerry were well, you know, we, you know, we've been a little bit critical maybe of tactics and this and that. Lads, at the end of the day, I I said it early on in the podcast, Tyrone got two goals that were quite fortuitous. Uh, Kerry had opportunities to kick points. Uh, they went for goals. They had four goal chances, got none after scoring 21 goals this year. Um, Kerry scored six goals against Tyrone down in Killarney, none the last day. There's a lot. There's a lot there that doesn't add up, lads. And uh, you know, you have to take that into consideration as well. That that it was just a just just a day where, where 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 things went went pretty well for Tyrone and and Kerry didn't get the breaks.
0: I spoke to a lot of Kerry people Saturday evening and again on Sunday, and there was genuine dismay at what had happened. It was almost there was a little bit of shock, I think, as well that it had had happened again. And I do want to ask you this. As a carryman, when you were when the full time whistle went, did you wish that you were managing Kerry rather than Kildare? Say that again, Paul. Did you wish that you would? You wish that you were managing Kerry rather than Kildare when you when you saw that full time whistle happen when you uh, heard
2: in the Kerry game?
0: Yeah. <laughs> you no, know, that feeling that you would get, you would be back in there, that you would write this, that you would that these players who you knew previously.
2: Look, look. I, the Kerry gig is a is is a fantastic. It's a it's, it's a fantastic job. It's a very challenging job, but like you know, would you want to be anywhere else? In in, in many ways, because you know the tradition is here. Everything is is built towards the Kerry senior football team. Uh, the players are coming through. Uh, if you want an easy life, you go court somewhere else. Is that how's how's that answer, Paul? You know, uh, it is a very, very tough environment, I have to say. I mean, I keep telling people this, right? My first four years coaching Kerry, right? I won, uh, I'm not bragging now, right? I'm just giving you facts. I won I, my first four years coaching Kerry were 04, 05, 06, and 09. I won three leagues, three months of championships, three all-islands. I got the height of abuse.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's a fact, not making this up <laughs> So it's a very, very unforgiving environment. Very
0: but there's something there, though, isn't there? Something there in the way you answered that question—that there's that that lure, that lure there. There's a lure there? Who who doesn't want to coach Man United?
2: Do you know, you know what I'm saying. There, there is that lure because of the, the tradition, and it's it's part how much it means to people down here. There were there there you meet women in the street uh, that, that you know that do think mightn't even be going, have gone to the game, or have any interest in the game. They want to talk about the game. It's 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 everything down here. There's, you, there, you can't go to any. You can't escape from it down here. It's 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 uh, any pocket of the county you go to, uh, they want to talk. They want to talk football. So it's it's uh, it's all consuming. And sure, it's an, it's absolutely an absolute joy when you win, but it's a lonely dark
1: place when you don't. I, I think any, I think anybody, Paul, with any uh, aspir, we all think. I mean, the four you. Would you like here, that well, top well the, well, the four of us here, right, after the game would say, put me in that situation with Kerry, and we win the game. I, I think a lot of uh, coaches, managers, I think a lot of people would think that the result would be different when they go in there. Would I consider that job? Absolutely, i consider that job. Who wouldn't consider it? I mean, like, obviously, the logistics uh, don't quite work for me. But uh, whenever Jack was talking about his CV there, I don't think my CV is going to cut, cut much mustard down there, so uh, I'll probably not bother. But um, everybody, I think, who would have aspirations to manage or coach would look at that game and say, how has that Kerry team not won? And unfortunately, we're talking about that for three years in a row. And then it becomes uh, more than just a, you know, a coincidence. It, it, it starts to become... An issue. And that's why I think that, you know, the, there's huge pressure now on Peter Keen because I'm sure there's plenty of people laying up who think they can do a better job. We're gonna come back next week. I'd like to say thank you to Larry Ryan
0: for running this podcast, to Raf Rocca, to Tony Lean, to Renault and everyone at Examiner Sport for making it happen. A huge thanks to Ushin and especially to Jack and to Kevin for joining us. We'll be back next week with a preview of the All Ireland football finals between Tyrone and Mayo. Thanks, boys. Thanks, lads. With Renault, Thanks. passion for what drives you. Official car partner of the GAA. To know what's really happening, subscribe to the Irish Examiner today at irishexaminer.com forward slash subscribe. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra.